Okay. Senior Mark. Uh, Monsieur Joël. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 37. We've made it. And we're going to be actually, so Mark took a very, very deep dive into probably a news headline you've seen uh, pretty frequently at this point. Yeah, definitely talking about global warming. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not talking about global warming. <laughs> uh, but also equally as important, uh, <laughs> Property tax. Pro- property tax, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's really the only thing that anyone cares about this first month of January. Yeah. Uh, because some big headlines hit the news this week. Uh, we are potentially, and the keyword potentially, yeah. facing a 10.5% property tax increase. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So I've heard everyone's complaints. I've even done a little bit of complaining myself. Um, but before I did any more whining, I said, let me get to the bottom of this and figure out as much as I can about how the budget works, what the budget is, how it comes to be. And in this somewhat bland episode i would say we dig deep into everything with property taxes yeah 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 and about sums it all right yeah enjoy makes bread and (laughs) (laughs) uh enjoy the episode all right enjoy welcome to the toronto livings podcast a conversation about all things toronto with a focus on real estate the culture and of course the food i'm mark savelle and I'm Joey Virgilio. And we're realtors with Sage Real Estate working together as a Toronto Living's team with a focus on helping you buy better, sell higher, and of course, having a little bit of fun along the way. Hello, Joey. Hello, Mar. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We're on episode 37. I know. Actually, I saw this number uh, yesterday, and I was like, "Already? Oh, man, we're actually getting we're getting up there. We're getting up there, close to our one year anniversary of doing this." Yeah, we are. I think March is when we randomly started. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Come a long way when we randomly started. <laughs> yeah, we decided. You know what? I think today is the day we start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> Got some new equipment. We did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually want to give a shout out to Vincent. Yes. Vincent at Henry's camera. Yeah. That guy was a gem and a half. Yeah. Helped us like so much navigate the world of podcasting equipment. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so shout out to you. Yeah. Shout Vincent. out Vincent. Vincent yeah. N. He was looking out for us that day. He was yeah. trying to find his deals. He actually and, was. Yeah. He was very, he was looking into it quite a yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Solid guy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, this week's got nothing to do with camera equipment, <laughs> <laughs> but it does have something to do with a, another topic that you may have heard about this week. Yeah. Uh, property. Property, property what, what's that word tax is it ah yeah property taxes jesus murphy <laughs> i have like is that all you've been talking about this week this has been such a this has been every other news headline i've been reading for the last i don't know yeah this since, week, wednesday. since, since wednesday yeah. yeah but it's been like it's been out there which is why i want to go really 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 deep on this topic <laughs> yeah. i spent like three hours prepping for the show yeah um because truth behold I knew jack shit about property taxes <laughs> prior to preparing for it. Yeah. And it's a it's a pretty comprehensive topic and I think more a deeper exploration of it yeah. is necessary. Yeah. I'm a, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um we kind of set this ep- episode up a little bit different. Yeah. Um so Mark did do a deep dive. We were talking about it yeah. and uh, I said, "Okay, let me come in as a random listener and I will just will you'll kind of inform me on what you learned and I'll ask the questions that might be on people's minds as we're going through things. Yeah. You'll represent popular opinion. Right. So like hear the headline, this is my reaction. Yeah. And I'll represent what we called AI. <laughs> Actual intelligence. <laughs> and not just headline intelligence. Um and I don't know everything, but I know a little bit more than I did prior to getting into this. So I think uh I think it's gonna be a good one. Yeah. But let's keep it to what we do best. Oh, let's kick this off properly. How was your week? Where did you eat? <laughs> Joe is on a healthy kick. Oh, Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am on a healthy kick. I've been eating Uber Eats, death to Uber Eats this week. Yes. Yeah, I have not had a, not a single thing out. I've been, I actually made my own bread this week. What? Oh, yeah. Joey Big, the bread maker? Joey the bread maker. Let me rub <laughs> these hands together. <laughs> Uh, by the way, my bread's delicious. Um, I will be selling it at some point. Okay. I'll, I'll sample it. The diet's I'll, br- I'll bring one on the podcast. February 1st, I'm down to try the carbs. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah still carb free for the month. So, <laughs> did you have to, what's it called? Not needle the bread. Um, uh, neat, neat. Yeah. Don't you need like a starter or something? No. Yeah. You, I get a, you get a yeast? Yeah. 
You get water. Okay. But I can't give away my secret ingredients. Okay. Hey, hey, I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> There's like three ingredients. It's okay. Around. Hey, you've given two. Keep that last <laughs> yeah, one yeah, close that to your heart. <laughs> Gold. <laughs> uh, what about you? Yeah, same. I didn't go out much. I did go to the keg. Oh. I saw our buddy Tino. Oh, yeah. 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 He served I, me at the keg. It was fantastic. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You When you were on our hood. I you was. Were, yeah. And you know what? I wasn't sure. I usually get the prime rib steak and... Uh, He's like, you know what? I got something special. Do you trust me? I'm like, Tino, with my heart and soul, whatever you want, buddy, do it. And he got me, it was called a Kentucky cut prime rib steak. Ooh. No, a Kansas City cut um, New York strip loin. <laughs> Every word of that was different. Sorry. Give me two tries. You got to write the second try. Dude, it was fantastic. Was it? Yeah. So it's, it is just basically a strip line, but it's got the bone in at the top end. Okay. And apparently the keg has it for a couple months and when it's gone, it's gone. And mm. he's like, we've got a couple pieces left. It was the same price as the prime rib. Oh, there it you was go. fantastic. What a hookup. Yeah. I also tried the tuna tartare. Oh, uh, what did you think of it? Have that the first time you had tuna yeah. tartare? No, no, I love tuna tartare. Okay, but from the keg, I didn't have high expectations. Yeah, dude, it smashed it out of the water. That's it. It was yeah. so good. They do weird things very well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I was not expecting the tuna tartare to be smacking so hard. Yeah, the and it's weird. Like they're nachos. I know they switched them recently, but okay. like you never think you go to the keg order nachos. Yeah, but their nachos are amazing. Okay, their burger is also amazing. I could see that, but I respect that. Yeah. But just like if we go to the keg, you yeah. don't, you know, I want to get a burger and yeah. nachos. <laughs> Maybe we should try the fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so I went there, but other than that, just basically um, drink a lot of water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, oh, there you go. Adriana asked me, me, yeah, she made me a protein shake with a whole bunch of goodness. That's good. They actually are a magic bullet caught up, not caught on fire, but it started smoking. Oh, God. <laughs> Come out of the shower. I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> She's like, it's done. She was still distraught. Like, it's done. It's done. Like, it just it just started smoking. I'm like, well, we've had it for like seven years. We could buy a new one. She's like, I know. But like, what the heck? Like, but things will last forever. So this is my new Nutribullet. Oh, that's Nutribullet. Yeah, it's a Nutribullet. Yeah, yeah. We stepped it up. That looks real healthy. It's it's a healthy color. Where it, the, is the it? Color that looks earthy. Is right. <laughs> I'll trust healthy. you on this one. Since you no longer order Uber Eats, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you're my new physician, Doctor Joey. Um, but I did, uh, I did get in touch with my feminine side this week. Oh, what happened? Like a lot. <laughs> well, I watch Mean Girls. Hey, welcome to the club. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Tina Fey. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, if you led with, it's a Tina Fey movie, I would have been like, oh, sure, I'm in. Yeah. But I think I thought it was just like a Disney, like Olsen twins. I can, I can see where that would happen. Yeah. And just to be clear, the Olsen twins aren't in it <laughs> at all. It was very funny. Um, I realized that like not a week has gone by my entire life where a reference from Mean Girl was not used. <laughs> oh, it's a trip when that happens. Yeah. Um, go on. But yeah, that happened That happened to me recently with uh, Austin Powers. I rewatched, no, uh, uh, Bruce Bruce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it, yeah, and I watched it and I was like, whoa, I've heard a lot of people quote this. Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow. What, did I, what did I say? Bruce. <laughs> Talking about Bruce, Bruce Springsteen? Bruce, yeah, no, it's, 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 it was the sequel. It's the sequel okay. that did very poorly. <laughs> I could see that. Uh, but sorry, go on. Mean Girls, you saw references. What references did you... Um, so something happened in the NFL where a referee made a bad play, and they put on Twitter, they put him in the burn book, and they called him Fugly. So the last line that they write about Lindsay Lohan, they wrote about the referee. And if I would have read that on Twitter, I'm like, that is so childish. Why are you calling a guy Fugly? And then when I was like, Oh, this is a reference to. <laughs> Plus, I randomly get all these memes that say "Get in, loser, we're going shopping." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was always like, "Okay, <laughs> sure, I don't get it." Now I'm like, "Ah, I get it." <laughs> it all clicks. It all yeah. clicks. And then the mansion. I saw. I saw the mansion um, was there. Regina's mansion. It was Regina's. It was Regina's. Yeah. So I guess I could sum up the movie in one word. Let's go. Pretty fetch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see the call. I'm making it a thing. <laughs> If you catch me with some hoop earrings, just know I took it to the next level. Um, so that was that. And then I went to the Madonna concert. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was my mom's doing. She had bought tickets like years back and then the show got canceled because Madonna was sick. Yeah. Um, so we went, I think it was Thursday night. 
I enjoyed that also. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do like Madonna because my mom always played it in the house when I was young. So yeah. like I'm not, a sh- a sh- Madonna's music is not a stranger to me. I knew like all the songs. Yeah, yeah. And I love Evita, the movie. I love like her big song from there. Um, and I would say like she's 66 years old. Man, that girl can move. I, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. She, didn't she release something like in her older in her older, I guess, yeah, age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She released new music. Didn't yeah, she? yeah. She's yeah. still actively like putting out new stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't follow the Madonna. Uh, okay. Well, new, <laughs> new, respectfully so. Yeah. New Madonna is like her and Nicki Minaj. And I'm like, mm. so it was something weird. Then. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I'm not really into it. It was, yeah, it was definitely a raunchy performance. Like there was a lot of sexual innuendos, like no Santa pump. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but there was a lot of pumping. <laughs> And like there was like this, <laughs> there was a lot of pumping. Oh, there was a lot of like air pumping. There was a drag show, like all that stuff. And people, some people were like, which surprised me, were like disgusted. I'm like, it's a Madonna concert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you not know what she's about? <laughs> so to me, it was all like expected. But there was some parts where people were like a little bit, not not feeling not feeling it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But um, one thing I liked about it is there was so few people with camera phones filming it. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. The audience and the, the I guess the, the demographic, they were just into it. So it was it an older demographic. That was yeah, it. for yeah, sure. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, she came on at 10, 10 at night <laughs> yeah. and she left at 1230. Like people were leaving by like 1145. <laughs> yeah, like, enough. Yeah. Time for bed. Yeah. I was, I, would, I could go another hour. It was good, but uh, interesting crowd for sure. Yeah. I yeah older imagine. crowd. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. And refreshing to not see a hundred phones go up. When so you- much better. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's uh, that's about it. That's Madonna my- and Mean Girls. For yeah, Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah. So this weekend I got to toughen up. I'm going to watch Gladiator again. <laughs> yeah. Expendables 4 and yeah. Just balance out my energy. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You swung one way, you got to swing the other now. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you watch Saltburn? I haven't yet. Please don't. Yeah? I'm going to save everyone two hours of their life. <laughs> It is unnecessarily disgusting. Okay. Not even like, oh, what's going to happen next? It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you licking a bathtub? And that's all I'm going to say on that scene because there's a lot more to it. But yeah. I'm like, just unnecessary. I've heard the only comment I've got so far on that is uh, my brother just put in the group chat and just said, it's a lot. And that's the only yeah. piece of feedback I've I got. Think, I think that's great. <laughs> I think that's a great re- review. It is a lot. And I'll just add a lot of unnecessary a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, just so much. And the plot at the end, you're like, that was a waste. Okay. It's one of those where you make it to the end, you're like, come on. Okay. <laughs> I saw this coming from a mile away. Like, just, All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, so. my, my curiosity has peaked. I, I, I'm not going to lie. It sounds ridiculous, but uh, oh, it is. I don't know anything. I don't know what it's about. So it's literally just all I know is it's a lot. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you anymore. If you, <laughs> I mean, if you have two hours to waste, watch it. Yeah. But at the end, you could be like, that was not, stupid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so unnecessary. <laughs> and if the last scene becomes a TikTok trend with realtors, I'm quitting. <laughs> I'm, I'm out the game. Like that's where I draw the line. It's just not necessary. Um, all right. Let's shift to news you can use. Let's do it. Yeah, news you can use. Ready? <clears throat> news you can use. Do 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 do. <laughs> got a little spin on that. Oh one. yeah, I got, yeah. See Madonna in concert. I got the I got the jazz hats in me. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a little twist. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got to keep the people guessing. Um. All right. I know this isn't the order of which we're going in with the news you can use, but this is something that I need everybody and their mother and their grandmother and their grandfather and their aunt and uncle and cousins <laughs> and even their enemies to know. Yeah. Please, 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 please go to the City of Toronto website and fill out the vacant home buyer tax. Uh, yes. Please do this. Yes. <laughs> because I don't think any of us are getting any heads up notices or warning that uh, that it's happening this year. No, it's flying under the radar. Yes. And uh, it may seem like, you, you know, one and done. You live there. That's all. You just had to say it once. But it's every year this is going to be coming up. Correct. Uh, so make sure you get on that website and... <laughs> Let them know that you're living there. <laughs> yes. Let them know because if you don't, you will be hit with a fine and it's a whole rigmarole you got to go through. I don't think they're going to be as lenient this year as they were in the last yep. of uh, forgiving people. Um, the fact that they're, they haven't yet sent out any notices. I've seen a couple bus ads yeah. talk about it, but majority of people are not. So you and I reached out to everyone we know and we're like, yes. just do this. 
Um, and it's very important whether you live there or not is not the point. It's just that you fill this out. A million percent. You could have a rental and that's still fine. Um, you could even have a grandparent who's deceased and the house is vacant. That's fine. You're not going to have to pay the tax, but you still have to declare. Yep. So please, 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 please do that. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't add that headache into your life. And if you skip this part, I will be doing this every day until the deadline of February 29th. Every podcast, That's we will it. be reminding people because I, like I don't want a single one of my people to be like, oh gosh, I didn't know. Yeah. No, everyone's going to know. I'm so on board with that. Yeah. All right. That's, that's out of my system. I mean, I'm good with that. Um, tax-free savings account. Yeah. So another annual thing that happens that people sometimes forget about is every year, the amount that you can contribute to that does go up. Yep. And so if you're trying to get into your first home and you're looking for a good savings way, a good way to grow your money without paying tax, this is the tool to use. That's it. We've talked about it before and we're going to talk about it again very (laughs) briefly. This year, we have contribution room of an additional $7,000. Yep. So if you're just hearing this for the first time and you're like, oh, this sounds like something I want to look further into and you've never invested in your tax-free savings account, if I got some good news for you, <laughs> you can invest up to a total of $95,000 yeah. and any interest you earn on that is yours to keep tax-free. Tax-free. Yeah. Now there's a caveat. Some people I know, I'm not going to name names, but your co-host stupidly invested in a weed stock. <laughs> <laughs> I lost a lot of money in that weed stock. I will not get that contribution room back. The way the program works is if you lose money in your investment, that contribution room is gone. Right. So when you're doing this, <laughs> don't invest in weed stocks. <laughs> and if you do make it a very small amount, um, try to be a little bit more on the conservative side with these investments in your tax-free savings account and do not treat it like a day trading account. Like, right. Don't be on there like, ah, I made 50 bucks. It's not meant for that. No. It's a slow, slow way to grow. Slow and grow. Yeah. Slow grow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next. <laughs> I love that. I learned this about you today. Um, I mean, listen, we've all been there. You take the swings. You take the swings. Yes. I get it. Yeah, weed's going to be the greatest investment ever. And it was, but I held on way too long. <laughs> and it wasn't. And the downer came. So yeah, weed stocks. Not my, uh, not one of my shining moments. I'll say that. I guess I just outed myself. I invested in a weed stock. <laughs> I'm the guy. Uh, okay. Traffic. <laughs> From bad to worse. Uh, congratulations, Toronto. You took third place. Hey, not bad. Uh, no, really bad. <laughs> Actually. And we didn't make it in first. I'll take it as a win. Okay, well. It feels like first. I don't want to be on this list, period. Um, we won out of 387 cities. And we are number one, actually, in North America. So we technically are first. So never mind. (laughs) Yeah. Careful what you wish for. Uh, We've had the slowest traffic in 2023. And this is all thanks to the good folks at TomTom. Oh. Yeah, I know. (laughs) TomTom Navigation. Oh, cool. They're the ones that run the study. I just uh, had a sea of Vanderpump hit me recently. So when I hear TomTom, my brain goes right to it. You want to tell the people that you're fully caught up? Oh, I'm 100% caught up on it's it got it took a slow hold of me over the last little while. So Molly's been on the Vanderpump train. Yeah. Vanderpump uh, Rules is a reality TV show. TV show. Both yeah. of our um, better halves watch. Yeah. Um, and Molly got into it pretty religiously over the, over the Christmas break. She was firing through it. And uh, lo and behold, I slowly, it started with like, no, nah, no, I'm not even this. I cannot watch this. I cannot watch this turning into yeah, but why is he doing that? And, and then turns into like, I can't believe. <laughs> How could he? He's not fetch. <laughs> uh, God, yeah. So that's a thing now. We're all, we're all caught up and good to go. Okay, so TomTom, not related to Vanderpump yeah. Rules, more the navigation system, um, <laughs> did this study and they found that we are the third slowest in the world, slowest in North America. And uh, it takes, on average, do you take a guess? How many minutes do you think it takes to travel 10 kilometers in the city? Oh, my God. It feels like a half an hour. Oh, you're right on the money. Am I? <laughs> it's 29 minutes. <laughs> okay, yeah, on point. Yeah, 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 29 minutes. I actually think that's inaccurate because it takes me a lot longer <laughs> to travel 10 kilometers at like 4 to 6 p.m. In the rush hour moments? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You Minimum. Be, if you get stuck in a specific spot, then you could be stuck for a very long time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would say 45 minutes is a good day, and an hour is usually the reg. And God forbid you have to turn at any oh, point. Jesus. Can you even turn in the city? <laughs> no. <laughs> no lefts or rights. I'm like, what the hell? Just drive to the lake? <laughs> then what? <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So I got uh, well, I got two things, actually. Lay it on us. Okay. They're, they're both to do with the sun. So okay. uh, I wanted to bring some light news into this. Thank no, you. Yeah. 
And uh, no pun intended, pun intended though. <laughs> we are now officially at the moment where the sun will not set before 5 p.m. for the next nine months. I'm taking it as a win. <laughs> All day, baby. Uh, today it's setting at 5.04. I'll take it. So it's not a huge win, but I'll still take it. Yeah. And, uh, and, if it, and I didn't know this, but Ontario passed the legislation to cancel daylight savings time. I know you got a lot to say. I don't know, right? <laughs> I'm just going to say, me and my wife have argued about this point, and yep. I would like you to please finish your sentence. Okay. Please get rid of daylight savings times. Please do it. It needs to be done. So we need to get Quebec and New York State on board right. in order for this to actually take place. Right. So this is my ask to Quebec and New York State. If you're listening, please, please be on board. <laughs> please be on board. Because um, the wife is always like, oh, this is the last time we're going to have daylight savings times. And I always add, no, New York has to agree to this too. <laughs> we got to get all the big heads of the world together and be like, please. just. This you- is... Can we please all agree yeah. that this is a very old practice yeah. and not needed anymore? Not needed. And like, there's some wild science on daylight savings times and people's health. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if it's when it's we go forward or back, but on one of those changes, the amount of traffic accidents spikes up significantly and the amount of heart attacks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a scientific thing. Get I'm a, I'm out a doctor. of here. Yeah. I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Mark just with the, <laughs> yeah. with the facts. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. I'll send you the research. Okay. <laughs> I'll send you my notes. But it's the thing. So if you want to save lives, get rid of daylight savings time. That's my pitch. Uh, yeah. So that's my, that's my news you can use. I'm so pumped about this. Me too. Uh, I, I hate when it's dark at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And uh, we need to please stop doing that. Yeah. No, we are children of the sun. Yeah. We need. We are shining. We are shining lights. Children of the sun. Uh, Catholic school. Yeah. <laughs> Forever putting the propaganda in our heads. Anyhow. Uh, and this is just a small note. We're not going to talk much about it, but property taxes are going up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, We can leave it there. We can leave it there. No one, <laughs> yeah. Actually not. Um, we're going to dedicate this entire episode to talk about the property taxes <laughs> going up, why they're happening, how the budget works, who makes the budget, Yeah, because it's not who you think. <laughs> and kind of, uh, you know, shedding a little bit more light on what this week's headlines actually means and what the entire process looks like. Yeah. Shall we get into it? We shall. All right. Transition time. Oh, okay. I haven't done that in a while. Sorry, I got to edit my yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Okay. I'm worried here. I'm a little. All right. Is it going to be a somber one? Uh, I don't know. I was going to I was going to go off of when you started speaking and then just run with it. About trans like the song from trans? You have to do the say this? Trans? Yeah. Oh, I guess I can start with the music. Well, that's kind of helps because <laughs> I know what tone to lead with. All right. Okay. Uh, we're going to go with, uh, we'll go, okay, cinematic. We're going to go cinematic. Okay. Cinematic. You've been waiting for this episode your whole, 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 whole life. We are talking about proper, 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 property, T, 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 taxes. Excellent transition time. That was time. great, yeah. Excellent transition. And the people need to know, this is not practice. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you can't tell. This is completely... Unrehearsed. Freestyle. <laughs> All right, so headline of the week, property taxes are going up. Yeah. And that's a common thing. Every year, they have been going up, except for 2011, and I'm going to get into that because that's a whole other rigmarole. <laughs> but every year, we're used to them going up somewhere in the 2 to 3% range. It's kind of become the norm. Not this year. And actually not last year, because last year there was a big jump up to about 5.5%, and mm-hmm. that was under John Tory's leadership. But as the headlines, and this is air quotes, say, Olivia Chow's <laughs> yeah. budget is going up to 10.5%. Yes. That's inaccurate. This was a heavy hit. A lot of people were throwing, and I, every person I talked to was like, so what do you think of Chow's budget? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's start with that. It is possibly going up to 10.5%. Mm-hmm. The actual amount that the property tax is proposed to increase is 9%, which doesn't make it any better. It's still a lot, <laughs> but it's 9%. Yeah. There's a 1.5% city levy that's being added on top of that. And that's been the case even under John Tory that we've had the city levy uh, added to the building to help with building the city up. Yeah. So, But let's just say 105 Yeah. for argument's sake. Uh, the one thing I really want to make clear that at this point of the game, this is not Olivia Chow's budget. 
This is the budget committee's budget. Right. And the process takes about a month, a month and a half for the whole thing to come to fruition. So this was, and I'm going to stop because we had this conversation yesterday when we first started, started talking about the notes and I, and we cut each other off. We were like, let's stop because uh, let's continue this on the podcast. Yes. Already, this is so misleading. Yes. Uh, and everybody believes that 10.5%, it's going to be an increase. It's going to be your new property tax amount. And that's it. So so what you're <clears> thinking <throat> is if you have a million dollar house, you're going to have to pay 10500 a year in property tax. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's start with the very, 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 very basic. What's happening is from last year, the amount you've paid is going up 10.5%. Possibly. Possibly. That's not even finalized yet. Yes. This is the first proposal. We will not be paying 10.5 on our property's value. And we also don't pay it on the value. We pay it on the assessment value. And we're going to get into that a little bit later in the episode. Mm -hmm. What you need to know for now is you will not be paying 10.5. You'll be paying 10.5% more than last year. Asterix, possibly. Yes. Okay. So those are two immediate, if you're reading those headlines and you're getting all fired up, those are two immediate, those are gigantic (laughs) changes. And let's maybe start with the reactions because they are totally warranted. Yeah. I'm mad. I'm sure everyone in the city who heard this is mad. Yeah. And people who even are renting are probably mad thinking, is this going to result in me having to pay more rent because my landlord has to pay a higher property tax? Right. You're allowed to be mad, angry, pissed off, <laughs> especially when things like changing Young Dundas to, yeah, I don't even remember what it's called. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. I, I For some reason, there's an outcast called an outcast song called Stankophobia. <laughs> I feel like that's what the square is called. I know that's not it. <laughs> it, would be, it would be cool if it actually had supported if it was. <laughs> it's whatever that is. The new square name, you know, when we hear them tossing 12 million around for that and the potential of all these other wasted, in my opinion, wasted monies to things that don't really are necessary at this point in time. Yeah. And then you hear on top of it, we have to pay more. Yeah. You're going to be pissed. A million percent. Right. So that's the first emotion I started with. A little bit angry, a little bit like, you know, um, I work so hard. I've got my properties. I pay it. I'm, I'm cash negative with the new, uh, with the mortgage rates and all these other things. Mm-hmm. And still, I'm giving the government all this money to do what? Yeah. Waste it on things like that. Yeah. So I'm with everybody. I'm pissed too, right? But I want to kind of help you all understand what the budget is for and kind of where these property taxes go to. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. And I'll say this, like prior to this week, I knew nothing about the process. Well, let me ask you, what do you think is in the budget? Like, what do you think the, what do you think the money goes to? No, this, I am. Just guess. I'll tell you, my guesses were like some stupid help support program that I'll never need or use. (laughs) Like something that's like just not in my realm. Yeah. Just throw an idea. Same, same thing. I would think it would go to things like uh, any my my brain immediately goes to the road work and things along those yeah, lines. Yeah, you're partially right. That's yeah. that's a component of it. Um, <clears throat> the reality is like everything's crumbling in the city. Everything's going to shits. And so we're like, we got to pay more and we're still not getting the service we want. Right. Well, unfortunately, I think the solution is then we need to pay a little bit more to get the service we want mm. because the budget covers everything from TTC, police, that's a big part of the budget, mm. fire, ambulance, the water you drink, roads bridges infrastructure like right every step you take in the city that's what your property tax is going towards Mm. and i guess yeah no duh but when you sit down and think about it you're like well all these things that i have a problem with all the things i don't like about the city i want better the only way to make better is by improving the services you Mm. improve by paying more right so that's kind of the theme you're going to see me kind of going with but Let's maybe um, get to the base of Sankofa Square. That's what it was. Oh, you oh you remembered it. Sankofa Square. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but yeah, we're not, I don't know. That's a we'll, that's a, we'll another topic. Yeah, yeah, let's get with the basics yeah. with what the budget is. So simply put, the budget is a financial plan that's going to describe how the city will spend and raise money. Mm-hmm. And it's going to determine the level of service that we get um, from everything from the infrastructure to what needs to get built and what needs to get uh, repaired. Right. It covers things like rec centers, libraries, um, getting your recycling picked up, garbage collection uh, in some places, the clean water you drink, riding the TTC, and even if you had to call 911. That's all what the city's budget goes towards. That's a piece of what the city's budget goes towards. Right. Um, and keep in mind, a lot of these programs run 24 hours a day, like fire, ambulance, and police, and TTC. Mm-hmm. Like Those are the four big ones that... The, 
kind of necessary. Also most important, yeah. Uh, uh, very much. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then the budget gets broken down into three components. Okay. So we've got the operating budget. Think of that as your day-to-day. So everything I just mentioned above, park maintenance, public health, road, transit, emergency services, that's where about 32% of the budget goes towards. Okay. Okay. Uh, and sorry, 32% of our property tax that we pay goes towards this component of the budget. Right. The remaining, what is it, 70, 68% comes from the governments, the federal and the provincial. Okay. So we're not, it's you, not, the whole thing is not. It's not going yeah. to that. Yeah. Okay. 32% is going to that. Okay. Then we have this thing called a capital budget. And the capital budget is something that is a 10-year plan. Okay. And the capital budget covers things like uh, repair of transit, roads, bridges, parks, building libraries, fire stations, all those things. And it presents a 10-year capital budget plan every year. Okay. So for the ten, next 10 years, this is what it looks like, what we're going to need. Um, it's funded from the reserves, from development charges. So when a developer builds a condo, a lot of the funds go towards putting back into the city's infrastructure. Right. And then also the other levels of government. Okay. Okay. Then we have the final part of the budget, um, which is the rate supported programs. So this is things like um, Toronto Parking Authority. Okay. We don't pay from our property taxes for it. The revenue generated from parking, parking and tickets and fines and everything else goes towards it. So right. community centers, if you enroll in programs, that's all under the rate supported program. Gotcha. Okay. Now this is the one piece that is that I didn't know about, but is so crucial to understand. Mm -hmm. By law, the city cannot run a deficit. And that's a very important part of this whole puzzle. Because if we need or if we're if we need more stuff and we can't run a deficit, meaning we can't borrow more than we bring in, mm -hmm. we can't do that thing. Right. So the only choice you have is to increase your budget to do all the things people want. Hmm. Because you cannot run a deficit. It's illegal. Right. And this is set by the province. So the province says we're going to increase our budget in or, and they'll set the price in order to not be, be nope, in a deficit? No. Nope, nope. All the province says is you, City of Toronto, are not allowed to run a deficit. Figure it out. Okay. And so the budget is how they figure it out. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Now, the budget. The budget is not Olivia Chow's budget right now. This is the budget committees. Right. And the budget committee is made up of six councillors. And you could argue that they were picked by Olivia Child. That's, that's a fair argument. But it's not Child's budget per se at the moment. Mm -hmm. It's councillors. And so now you ask yourself, well, how do they come up with this? They do consultations, and they've been doing them since early November, with all different types of stakeholders, with residents, with the different departments in the city, to get a sense of how much is needed for the things that are important. Right. And once they have a better idea of what that is, that's when they say, all right, well, the, the three big things that came up this year was TTC safety, mm -hmm. safety on the streets, and homelessness. Mm -hmm. All items that I think we could agree. Yeah, need some, <laughs> need some help. Needs a lot of elbow grease, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, so they say, okay, great. If, if, if we've identified these are the problems, this is where the budget's going to go towards to fixing these things. Right. And so what they do is they put together theirs and they publicly presented as it did on Wednesday, and then the newspapers go crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's not done. Right. And it's not even agreed upon. Now, Olivia Chow is going to be putting out her budget February 1st. So she'll take this one and see what other input she has and kind of come up with one of her own. Right. All this will then be presented, and on February 14th, I believe, of this year, um, they're going to make the final decision. Hmm. So this is what I think is going to happen. The 10.5 that you're hearing... It's probably going to come down. I think it's a bit of let's hit them with the hard stuff right off the hop. Yeah. Let's see if we could find a few more savings or maybe, you know, adjust a couple of things. And I could see a landing somewhere in the 8%. So this is that 4D chest that you were talking about, basically. Which Olivia seems to do quite well. <laughs> she knows how to hit you with the hard stuff up front and then kind of scale back, Pull back a to bit. a more acceptable level. I hope that's the case. Um, that sounds way more reasonable. It's also really relieving that it's not, it's still got to be discussed. It's not the finalized, 10.5% uh, is not the finalized it's not. number. And, and that's the big thing. And now it could be, mm -hmm. like they might say, no, this is actually a, a good draft budget. This yeah. is what the people of Toronto want. So this is what we're going to go forward with. I think that that won't be the case because the public outcry has been so crazy and so loud. Um, but we have to wait and see. Yeah. So right now, it's it's a, and we don't know Olivia Chow's budget, budget that she's putting no, together. Not yet. It's only going to come out on the 14th. Uh, February 1st. 
Oh, February 1st. Yeah, 14th is when council is going to vote on the budget. Gotcha. So she puts this out on February 1st, then council votes. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Now, for everyone saying, oh, you know, Chow's raising it. Chow, 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 chow. Yeah. First of all, she ran a platform that said she was going to raise taxes. Mm-hmm. She didn't hide from that. That was a factual thing. And I remember back in the yeah, day. I remember this too. Some counselors were saying, oh, she's going to raise it 20%. That was the kind of fear mongery that was going on. And I, and I want to add as well, I didn't vote for Olivia Chow. Mm-hmm. I was not a Chow supporter. I voted for Anna, Anna Bailao, who said she was going to keep the taxes down. Mm-hmm. After knowing what I know now, no, I think that was the wrong decision mm-hmm. of any politician who says, you know, we're only going to keep taxes low because it appeals to the masses and it keeps us all happy and comfortable knowing that we're not going to have to pay more. Right. But the city suffers. Right. So this is, and Toronto, uh, Toronto is actually one of the lowest in terms of property taxes in Correct. general. We actually have quite a bit of, I don't want to say room because that's not the right word, but um, we're pretty far behind in terms of what other municipalities, municipalities have been. Mississauga is far higher than us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's all to do with the amount of people we have in the city. Like there's a reason why it is lower as well, but you are absolutely right. Toronto on a percentage basis is cheaper yeah. than the other municipalities for our property taxes. Um but back to my point of like everyone saying this chow budget is so terrible. She's actually done in the short time she's been in power two really big things. Okay. And there's the Ontario deal that she struck up with the um, uh, provincial government to offload the maintenance and the repair of the Don Valley and the QEW. Hmm. Do you know how much that represents? No. $250 million. <laughs> so you look at our budget, that's one massive chunk of change that's no longer needed. Right. And the new Ontario deal, I don't know if it's ratified or where it's at, but it it effectively represents $3 billion in Ontario money coming to the city of Toronto. Mm. John Tory never did that. Mm. Rob Ford never did that. She's the first one, and this is within her first six months of office, to put this type of deal together Mm. to offload a lot of these expenses that we would have had to pay for this year. Right. So in saying all that, yeah, Chow's budget's high, but it could have been a lot worse. Right. So... I'm quite happy, I guess you could say, that, that that step was taken. Now, the other thing is we've taken on a lot of refugees in the city. You see it everywhere. The yep. shelters and the homes are over capacity. Parks are full of homelessness tents. Well, our friends at the federal level, Mr. Justin Trudeau, um, owes us about $250 million to cover those costs that we've been incurring because hmm. this is a federal problem and the federal level should be paying for it. So she's also... Uh, made it quite clear that, that she's going to be going to the federal government for that money. This is what I've heard quite a bit about. Right, because if it they, if the Trudeau government does not give it, yes. we're paying an additional 6.5 on top of the 10.5. Yeah, yeah. You want to see people lose their minds in the streets? That's <laughs> that's a political death all day. Trudeau's yeah. done. Like, you, you, Not only is, well, I think Trudeau's done regardless, but I think the Liberal Party is going to feel this for years to come. Mm-hmm. The, the way they've been kind of. Yeah, a hundred percent. And um, it's, I mean, you can think about it that way. A lot of people, I feel like it's, it's going to stay on the surface where I feel like a lot of people will still blame Olivia Chow for uh, making an excuse in order to be able to lift it more. Yeah. So the, the, as um, I'll, I'll kind of come in as like what I think, at least the thought process I initially had with this whole thing, which is Olivia Chow's uh, original thing about housing, her housing crisis mm-hmm. specifically was that she was going to take the role of a developer mm-hmm. and everybody kept asking, what does that look like in terms of the budget? If you're, what are you going to be asking for if you're trying to pull this like big feet off? Yep. And everybody kept pinning it on property taxes. Mm-hmm. So um, the initial instinct and the news headlines are, it's very easy to read that Olivia Chow is spending so much of our money. She's trying to accomplish way too much. And therefore this is why our right. property tax is going to be up, right. uh, you know, 16, potentially 16, 17%. Right. Uh, that's where I think a lot of the confusion is is lying, right? Um, whereas the behind the scenes news that aren't that publicized, but her like relieving two hundred and fifty million off of the the, the DB, gardener, and the, the gardener, yeah. yeah, and the and the that's uh, that's amazing. Like yeah. th- that's the stuff that should be more talked about. Yeah, and it was mentioned. I just think it wasn't really understood because it was not a sexy. Uh, it's thing. not a sexy headline. Yeah, and it's like it's also a one up for Olivia and I think there's a lot of pundits who are trying to constantly just, you know, the whole NDP we don't and I don't vote NDP. I'm, I vote I'm not going to say what I vote, but I don't vote NDP. Yeah. Um and so like this is not me being pro any of that. It's just this makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, the the deals she's put in place have been really good and need to be um championed mm-hmm. as such. Uh, because John Tory didn't do much. 
he did not do much for the city. Mm-hmm. He took a lot of photos. He screwed around with his wife. <laughs> did that and whatever. That's his personal business. But in terms of moving the city along, I personally don't feel like we're in a better place eight years from eight years ago. No. I, I don't feel like that at all. In fact, I would even argue that as much as Rob Ford ran a circus, things still did happen under Rob Ford. He still put the little guy first and made, you know, help the individuals. John Tory, I don't think, did anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's unfortunate because he campaigned on keeping taxes low. And as a result, Olivia's now taken on her predecessor's lack of raising taxes. Yeah, yeah. And and so when you campaign on that, you got to stick to that or otherwise you're going to lose your, you know, your popularity. Yeah. Um, and what's funny is like all these people inherited the previous mayor's lack of raising taxes. Mm. And in fact, I, I alluded earlier in the show, you might say, well, why, why do we have to raise them at all? Can we never not raise them? Yeah, that's been tried. Rob Ford did it. His first year in office, heavily campaigned on the gravy train, no taxes, city halls wasting money. And for his first year in office, he did not increase property tax. Right. You want to know how? How? He depleted all the reserve funds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The things behind the scenes that nobody sees. <laughs> so it can be done, but at a cost. And this is just simple financial basics 101. If you have all of your savings <laughs> and you spend it all in one shot, you will have no savings left. Yeah. <laughs> and when an emergency comes up, you're going to have to borrow or increase or take on a line of credit to get more money. Yeah. Well, the, the, the city of Toronto can't necessarily do that. So yeah. raising taxes is the only way. Yeah. And so when you have John Tory, and I feel like John Tory would have been probably in the 8% increase this year. Right. And because there's so many bigger elements at play as to why things have gone up. And COVID is a big part of it. Mm. Because as I told you earlier, a lot of our revenues are also generated from things like TTC fares, uh, using parking, um, parking revenue. Right. Well, none no, of that was, was here running. in COVID. Yeah. Right. So there's massive losses that occurred that we are still trying to recuperate and recover from, even right. though the pandemic isn't talked about as much, the effects are still very much ingrained in our financial mm. uh, wellness of the city. Um, so it's, I, I can't even put full blame on John Tory. It's kind of like, this is what he had to work with. Right. And I feel like if he was elected, there would, there would be another substantial rate hike this year. Yeah. I, again, and I, I, I always put it in the way of like, I don't envy anybody who, who was in politics during the last few years. Yeah. I feel like it's been so messy and so difficult to clean up and you're under the microscope of everybody ready to just like burn you at the stake. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been, it's been really, really rough in that sense. And like, yeah, I don't think anybody who, if you're trying to recoup a budget, so you had like year of COVID. Yep. Money two, being two years, two years of COVID printing money, no income coming in. Yep. And then you have now the next person in office. Yeah, this is like, this makes sense that it's going to be. Well, that goes back to last year, John Tory, who, who um, what's what I'm looking for, um, campaigned on keeping taxes low, had to increase it to 5.5%. That's double right. more than what he's ever done in previous years. And it wasn't necessarily his fault. It was COVID accelerated the need to increase the property taxes, coupled with the lack of revenue coming in. Mm-hmm. And then you have our good friend inflation thrown into the mix where everything's getting that much more expensive. So all those elements are naturally, regardless of who won this election, would have resulted in fees somewhat bumping up. Right. But my piece is, look, everything's been shit. Crappy TTC service, homeless epidemic, safety on the streets. Everyone's complaining about it, but there's only one way to fix that. And that's to get better services. And that's where we need to spend more money. Mm -hmm. So for everyone who says Toronto's shitty, well, then how do you fix it? You have two options. You move out of the city to someplace nicer <laughs> that you perceive as nicer, or we all pay a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any idea of how much more dollar-wise this is actually going to cost the individual homeowner? Um, no. I, I'm, Throw a number. What do you think? Ten, Like adding 10% to yeah. the property tax? You could do yearly. You could tell me daily. Uh, I'll say, okay, so... Oh, well, let, let me ask you this. Okay, give me your guess. Yeah. yeah okay, so I'll say an extra 300, 400 a year? You're right on the money again. Really? Yeah. Okay. So if I presented it like this, Joey, would you rather pay an extra 10.5% on your property tax in 2024? Or would you rather give a dollar a day to the city? Which option would you choose? <laughs> I, well, I know the numbers, so they're they're pretty even. It's the same. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's technically a dollar, maybe to a dollar 50, depending on the property value um, that you're going to be paying. Right. To give it a shot. 
to give the potential of moving the city back to where it should be. Such a funny way of looking at it. It's it's more money. Hey, and I'm pissed about it too. Yeah. Because I have multiple properties that have to be paying that multiplier on. (laughs) But I'm okay paying it. Right. I'm okay paying it. And I'm gonna save my judgment for two years out. It's it's easy, I guess it's easy to get up in arms if when you're also angry at the government currently. And the level of service we've been getting in the city. Yes. So you're you're upset with the way that things are running. You're upset with the people that are in power, and then you now have to pay them more. Yep. So that initial psychology is is obviously going to be, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I? How do you? But that's that. Yeah. That's you. You raise a good point, which is how do you? If you want it to be better, how do you make it better? How do you make it better? So the complaining part, we all get. We do that very very well. Yeah. And we all like you know you pay. We're very heavily taxed in this city, province, country. <laughs> we're heavily taxed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you hear that you're going to have to give more and you're not getting much back, yeah, it's hard to see the the, the blue skies in mm-hmm. that type of scenario. And that's what I'm saying. I'm going to save my judgment for a couple years and I'm obviously don't have a choice. I have to pay regardless. <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to complain too much about the payment. I'm just going to pay it. And I want to see how and if the city improves. And if it doesn't, I'll be the first to take up a pitchfork and say, what the hell is going on here? Right. Where's our money being spent? This seems like a waste. I feel like with how Olivia has been able to navigate the other two levels of government so far, that the money will be put to good use, that we will start to see small improvements and the city get back to the city that we liked and loved at one point. Yeah, but be, yeah, I know I'm, I, I like your, your positive thinking in it. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm waiting and I'm not like fully on board and saying this is the right and happy thing to do, Yeah, but it's kind of the necessary thing to do. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, this is very interesting. Because it's 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 easy. It's very easy just to be like, "This is ridiculous," and get mad. But uh, no, it does. It makes sense, and uh, hopefully, she continues her train of of you know her her doing good things in the city, trying to. Yeah. So let me tell you a little bit where. So 152 million dollars um, are some of the initiatives that she wants. That that not she. <laughs> let me be clear here. That the budget committee added that they're looking to implement. So, okay. The budget's going up 152 million for things like this. Community safety, additional 911 call takers and dispatchers. How many times have you heard on the radio, 911 is busy? Mm. People calling into, what? That was never the case growing up. Like how the heck can 911 be busy? It's so essential. Well, because they don't have enough people. So $20 million is gonna go towards a bit of that. Uh, Hiring 52 new firefighters and 62 new paramedics. Mm. Obviously we need more um, firefighters and paramedics on the road, so that's, you know, money spent to a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, transit safety. Uh, so more visibility on the TTC, um, more pr- uh, security on the TTC, like all things that people have had problems with. She's looking to, in- or, or the council's looking to invest more money to get, to get right. Right. So like, these are all things that we've all complained about at all times, but no duh, you have to fix it <laughs> by increasing the, the cost to service these type of pitfalls. Right, right. Um, and then the big one is shelter and housing. And I think this is where a lot of people really take up arms. Like, yeah. Uh, 82 million is going to go towards a winter warming response plan, a refugee claimant response, multi-tenant housing program, community housing, and homelessness prevention program. Hmm. And this is where and I get, again, the frustration of like, I work so hard. Why am I paying for some air quotes bum on the street? Listen, everyone's got a reason why they got there. And I'm not here to justify that their lifestyle is good or bad or that they're trying to take the easy train. A lot of people are suffering from a lot of things out there. Mm-hmm. The reality is, what are our choices? Do we just leave them in the parks to put up tents that we then complain about? Right. Or do we have to say, well, it's gotten so bad, we need to provide a government-funded program, hmm. a city-funded program to try and get these people off the streets. Right. Because that's where a lot of this crime, a lot of the drug use, a lot of this stuff is happening. That's the majority of, like uh, the the far majority of the budget is going to this. Of, of the enhanced part of the budget, so the new part that they're adding. Right. But I would say in the last four years, that's probably the most visible problem with the city. Hmm. Homelessness and tents and all these people in encampments on the street, that's been the most like, what the heck's happening to our, our city right. that I've seen. So yeah, it would make sense that we do need to spend more on correcting this issue that we're dealing with. Interesting. And it, you can't like just arrest them. Like there's only so many <laughs> jails and, and like there's got to be a, a new hybrid option to kind of take these people out of the parks and off the streets and rehabilitate them and get them the help that they need. Right. And I know a lot of people don't really uh, 
aren't open to, I don't want to say, like, it's hard to support that because why do we got to bust our asses and somebody gets a free ride? Right. Well, I assure you their free ride isn't as smooth sailing as it you think it is in your head. Um, yeah, definitely. Right? So I don't know. When I see things like that, I'm, I'm understanding of why this budget is going up. And I think if this is a problem that I personally always complain about, I do want to see it fixed and solved. Hmm. Any guesses of how much the operating budget is because this is the this is the number that everyone kind of focuses on the operating budget yeah how much do you think it costs to operate the city of toronto uh oof, no clue um yeah throw a number i had no idea uh on a like a yearly basis yep uh, i don't know 100 100 million yeah not even close i'll tell you my guess mine was like 950 million okay under a billion yeah it's 17 billion 17 billion. That's what it costs to run the city of Toronto. Okay. Please, everyone needs to understand this. It costs $17 billion to run the city of Toronto. Yeah. Paying an additional 400 bucks a year, I'm okay with. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's hefty. My, my own question always goes to, um, I understand that, yeah, in order to make the city better, we, in the areas we need it, we need to spend more. For it. more yep. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, when I hear things like this, uh, I think to myself, where are where are the redundancies and where are the yeah. places to actually cut? But yeah, I'm with you on that. And that is definitely, I think, what the next month is going to look like. So they're going to have a bunch of community consultations. They're having a lot of town halls. Actually, when I was preparing this note, I got a call from the city of Toronto. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? And I answered it and says, hi, this is Olivia Chow. I'm like, oh, oh wait, what? <laughs> It was a robocall. <laughs> it wasn't actually Olivia Chow, but she was announcing the fact that they're going to be doing these phone-in town halls where people can learn more about the budget process, about why the budget is where it is, yeah. and to air their grievances and say what they think about it. And I think majority of people are going to say, get it, but find some savings. Right. $17 billion, and I agree, sounds like an insane amount of money yeah. to run the city. And so I'm sure there are some types of savings. They claim that there is about $500, $600 million that they've already saved. Yeah. Um, the offloading of the Gardner and the QEW and that there's a few other components in that. Those are just the two big ones. Yeah. That's another big piece that helped lower that overall number. Right. But the fact is it's going to cost in the billions, whether it's 17 or 15. I know when you start saying billions, yeah. like multiple billions <laughs> yeah. and you say, you know, she saved 250 million. Then yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a drop in the bucket. <laughs> it is. And, and the reality is it's just, it's, it's very expensive to run the city. Yeah. And for everyone complaining that this amount this 10.5 is already too high. You should note that the chief of police said it's not enough. We still need more for our budget. Right. So it's like you can't have it both ways. You want the safety, but you don't want to pay for it. Right. And even the chief of police is saying, no, I wish you would have you would have given us more money. Um, so I thought that was just an interesting kind of takeaway point. It is, yeah. Now, for the $17 billion, you might, th if you're listening to this podcast, you might be thinking, well, why are only property owners paying this amount? Like, why are we the ones carrying the burden? We're not. <laughs> We're only paying about 31% of that. Right. 31% of... This overall operating budget comes from the property tax. It is the biggest component of mm -hmm. all the contributing factors. Um, but how much do you think that the land transfer tax contributes to that seventeen billion? Oh, probably nothing. Throw me a percent. Um, so this is this is thirty one percent. How much do you think land transfer tax? Maybe like. Now think about how many homes sell every year, yeah. and that everyone's paying roughly. Forget the first timers, four percent on each home. It, okay, maybe not nothing. Yeah. No, maybe not nothing. This would be a pretty, pretty hefty. I would probably like give it like, I don't know, to, of the 30%. I, no, no, of the 100%, how much do you think it's funded from the land transfer tax? I'm going to say 20, 30%. Only five. Oh, it is really small. It is really small. But it is and it isn't because it generates $880 million. Okay, it's a decent chunk. That's a big chunk of change. Um, but that only represents 5% of our overall operating budget. So because I always thought my, my complaint was, Jesus, Murphy, we're, we're generating so much money with land transfer tax. Isn't that enough to cover our cost? One, I didn't know it was $17 billion. Yeah. <laughs> And two, no, it's only 5%. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's much smaller than I thought when you, when you put it into perspective of, yeah, that's all of the transactions that happen throughout the year. All those condos downtown that get sold, the houses, the Rosedale, the big money places, all those type of things only represents 5% of contributing Oof. room to the budget. Yeah, that's rough. Contributions to the budget. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other big chunk comes from, so 23% comes from both the provincial and the federal levels. Um, 
And then this was kind of interesting. About 6% comes from transit fares. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. More than the land transfer More tax. More than land transfer tax? Yep. That I didn't expect. Yeah. So, and, and this goes hand in hand. With less people taking the TTC, there's less revenue being generated to go towards that $17 billion. Uh-huh. And so the reason why a lot of people aren't using it is because of the safety. So you fix the safety, you hopefully make those TTC more reliable, more clean, more of a place that people could use for transit. You're going to get more revenue. Right. That would result in less of a need to increase only the property tax going forward. And so once you learn how all these kind of elements play play together, you're like, okay, the, the land transfer tax was definitely the big eye opener for me because I thought that was like generating billions. Yeah. And it's not. <laughs> and it's not even, you know, it's 5%. It's one of the bottom three contributors to That's the overall so, budget. so funny to hear yeah. that. I thought that was going to be such a bigger number, and uh, yeah, that's shocking. Yeah, no, higher than land transfer tax is user fees and fines. Fines are? <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> represent 6%. So user fees, like if you book a rec program, a recreational program, yeah. you book a hockey rink, a portion of that goes towards the revenue for the city, and fines. So Molly, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she contributed her 60 she, bucks last she year. She contributed, she helped the cause, and we salute you, Molly. Thank you. <laughs> oh, um, man. So here's the other thing that's kind of interesting. Um, We all, or a lot of people, I think, okay, (laughs) this gets viewed at two ways. When you look at your property tax bill, you see the assessed value. Mm -hmm. So we're going to use very simple numbers. Let's say your house is, you bought your house for a million bucks, but its assessed value is 650,000. Yeah. We actually had one of these scenarios where one of our clients says, look how wrong this is. Oh. Remember that? No. No, I'll tell you off air. Okay, okay. But uh, she was like, the city only thinks my house is worth 650000 and I paid a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is wrong. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for you because what the city has in is, is an assessed value. And that assessed value is always much lower than your actual value. Yes. There is there's a correlation, but the assessed value never means that's what you're going to get in the open market. Yes. The assessed value is what they're basing how much you pay for your property taxes. So if you have a million-dollar house, you're actually not paying... I think the rate is about 0.75% on the million. You're paying it on 650,000. Yeah, which is a huge gap. Which is a huge gap. And there is conversation. And so it's the it's the provincial level that is that will adjust the um, assessed value. Mm. And so there's now talk that maybe the provincial will the provincial level will say it's time to up the assessed value. And that will result in less of a need to increase the property taxes because you're paying it on a higher amount. Now. Right. So net net, you still will pay more. Yeah, yeah. Just in a different way. Yes. Um. And more. What I think would be a more sneaky way. Would it make as as big headlines? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything. Anytime we talk taxes, that's a guaranteed top three yeah, headline. People are gonna lose their shit, and everyone's <laughs> gonna go crazy about it. So for sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, for this budget, a lot of it is going towards improving the TTC, the police budget, um, fire services, paramedic, like, you know, the essentials that we need, mm-hmm. they are definitely overspent and need more resources to help them out. And so this is where a lot of the budget is going. Right. Right. So any questions from you? Uh, we went through quite a bit. Yeah. Um, n- not, not really. Like, I think it's... It, I don't know. I think this is going to be a, uh, it's still going to be a hard pill to swallow. Absolutely. Regardless of it's, it's good to know where things are actually ending up. I still think, and I think a lot of people would agree that finding, finding ways to save is also going to be a huge, is going to play a huge role in this. Okay. I want to speak on that as well because I'm all for trying to find savings, but my own personal style is how can I generate more money in my own life? Right. I can save till the cows come home. I can cut back everything. Okay, but what type of life am I going to have? I'm going to be walking the streets in bare sandals and threads falling <laughs> apart because you can go there. You can take it to that extreme. Or do I focus more on trying to make money as opposed to saving every cent that comes in? And I think a balance of the two is important. Right. And this is where Olivia has done something else or, or the current council that we have has done something else that I think is quite good is they found other ways of increasing revenues for the city. So the new land transfer tax for all homes over 3%, right. that will generate more money. The vacant home tax I think the reason why they're not sending out these reminders is because they are trying to um, raise more revenue. And for all those who don't register their home, they're going to have to pay a fine or a fee. Right. Um, The new potential of 150 traffic light or or speed cameras in the city. Those are all ways to increase the fine element. So in addition to finding savings, I think it's also important to penalize those that are doing, uh, that are creating 
more problems in the city, mm -hmm. going after Uber, getting them to contribute a little bit to our overall budget. I think that's another uh, easy way to do it. Yeah, Uploading a couple more of these costs to the Ontario government. Because you know how we always complain, oh, why do people from insert any city outside of Toronto use our Toronto streets? Right? That's not right. These are our streets. Why is someone from Mississauga driving on it? Well, getting the Ontario uh, government to cover the uploading of those highways effectively ensures that everyone in Ontario is paying for the use of Toronto highways right. and right, right, arteries. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's a fair that's a fair argument to it. Yeah. For sure. And it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Um thank you. I, yeah, I, I I guess it'll just boil down to uh the other thing I wanted to to kind of mention is well I'll talk about the the way so the the um so the the upgraded budget uh, of 152 million. Yeah, the enhanced part of it. The enhanced part yeah. of it. Um, this is. I was shocked to see the number that was shelter and housing, which is going 82 million. Yeah, and everything else seems to be quite a bit lower. Less. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to the point where yeah, I think 82 million, and then everything else seems to be 30, 20, and 20 yeah. basically. Yeah, the big bulk is going towards like housing the homeless and dealing with this problem that we have that would have been is that that has been the number one complaint like i guess i'm assuming so it has I, yeah it has been that has to be a yeah point. so and this is you i'm gonna put show notes to like there's a lot of information on the city's website and i went there's like a 60 page pdf that i went through yesterday learning all about it and when they did the consultations back in november they literally talked to constituents and say what's important to you what are the problems you have with toronto and all of them without a doubt Safety, homelessness, and crime. Hmm. Those were the three big things. TTC was up there as well, and traffic congestion. Right. Those were kind of the big topics at hand. And so this budget reflects those problems. And the fact that we haven't had any change, in fact, I would say the city's gotten worse in the last eight years, I think the only option is to spend more to get better services. Right. Do I like it? No. <laughs> Am I going to be happy paying the 400 bucks? Mm, I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not distraught. I don't... I don't know what to say. Like, I guess when I have a better understanding of why it's needed, I could justify the expense. Right. When I just hear stankophonia, <laughs> when you hear those things, and that's where the upset comes from, and it's, and it's warranted. Like, you're allowed to be upset about wasted money, and like you said, like trying to find savings is important. And I think the next month we're going to see a revised budget. I think that number is going to come down. Yeah. Um, and I think it's kind of like let's just hit you with the hard stuff up front. And scale back once the final budget comes through. That makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. Yeah, it does make a lot of sense. Let's get you. Let's get the sticker shock out of the way, yeah. and then we can we can pull back a little bit. Yeah, and and for any um, political parties that are struggling with approval ratings, now would be a great time to swoop into the city of Toronto and give us a big bucket of change, i.e., the Liberal government, <laughs> <laughs> because that will contribute towards our operating budget and help lower the taxes that we have to pay, as well as a good. Uh, you know, PR for them saying, yeah, we understand Toronto is the economic engine of Canada mm. and getting Toronto right will help get the rest of Canada right. Right. To some degree. Yeah. So in conclusion, I don't like it, <laughs> but I understand it yep. and I'm going to pay it. So what I said, there it is. And, and that's it. <laughs> uh, that, that's all that's you know it's it's a tough swill, tough pill to swallow but it's no different like i'm looking to get a car now mm. um the price of cars have gone up significantly i don't want to pay for a new like the, the new cost of a car but i don't have a choice this is what it is and with inflation and with everything else going on this is the new norm of what we're into um so yes it does make sense that it's going up we can debate by how much and i think we'll see in the next month where that en eventually ends up yeah yeah well, thanks for taking the deep dive into that world. Yeah. And not the most exciting show I think we've ever done, but very important because I think it educates people on exactly why this is happening. No, it it, it, it is necessary. It's a very necessary thing to kind of explain this because, um, like I said, it's it's easy to get caught in the headlines. And if yeah. you're somebody who's been scrolling through uh, whatever news headlines or even TikToks yeah. with doomsday, uh, you know, sounds in the background saying we're Toronto's basically going to hell at this point. Um, yeah, to get some education really does help. And, and this is the paradox. The increase is actually supposed to try to save it from hell. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in hell. Like it's been not where that's a little dramatic, but it's been a rough couple years in the city and yeah. it's not gotten better. It's not gotten safer and like, you know, and I felt way safer in the in the 90s as a kid than if I had a child now mm -hmm. sending them out into the city. Way safer. Yeah. 
Um, and so I think if we're going to return to a Toronto that we're all proud to live in and want to stay in, something's got to change. And this is, I think, the start of seeing some more of that change. Yeah, yeah. So just remember when your local counselor is screaming, I'm going to fight for you, I'm going to fight for you, you're asking for this. You're asking <laughs> for a safer city and there's really only one way to go about it yeah. and that's by offering more services and raising the money to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got. That's the, that's the conclusion right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, de- I, like, I just look at it all differently now when I understand what and where the money's going to and how we're going to fix these problems. And if I'm wrong in two years, I'll be the first to say, well, that was a waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But I know that what we have been doing has not been working, so something's got to give. Something's changing. Yeah. yeah. Um, shout outs. Shout outs. <laughs> shout outs my Joe's bread. <laughs> shout out Joey's bread. It's, I don't know if you remember this, but there's a Joey Virgilio in Boston. That's is a bread maker? No way. I swear to God. Oh, we got competition. Uh, or oh, we're going to unite. Or, or, no, it could be Don Virgilio. It might be your dad's name. Oh. I don't remember, but there's a Virgilio who makes bread. Oh, I'm looking in that. I'm so, looking into this. Yeah. I gotta V re- squared. I got to reach out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to shout out everyone in the city who put together so much information on the website that made it accessible for you to better understand how this process works. Yeah. I want to shout out everyone who's complained about this because it's driven me to be like, okay, let me get a better understanding of what all this means and what it looks like. Yeah. And um, yeah, shout out Olivia Chow. Okay. Yeah, shout out Olivia Chow because I think she's got a very tough job ahead of her and I think she's resilient to keep pushing forward and, and getting the job done. Okay. Yeah. I'm so surprised to see this shift in you. Me too. <laughs> me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I, I didn't think I would be as understanding of the whole thing as I am, but Give it a couple of years, yeah. and if the city gets better, thank God. And if it doesn't, we move to Costa Rica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only other option. Simple as that. <laughs> well, Joey, I look forward to your bread. Next week, we've got an exciting episode. Yep. We're going to have a guest on. We won't give any spoilers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll make it. We'll make up for this this week's kind of dry content with a little bit of fun next yeah, week. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it there. Thanks for listening to the Toronto Living's Real Estate Podcast. You could find more information on how we work over at torontolivingswithans.com. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter to get price reports from over 150 different neighborhoods in the city each and every month. If you got any value, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. And if you made it this far, thanks for listening. <laughs>